Welcome to another great week here on Brit David Podcast as Pastor Tim brings us a message this week honoring mothers entitled A Mother's Prayer from Luke chapter 18 verses 1 through 17. Many of us have enjoyed the privilege and the blessings of having a godly praying mother. God placed within females the notion towards rearing and nurturing children. That doesn't mean that moms are only interested in the physical necessities and comforts of life. A godly mother knows that the spiritual part of life is equally important. On this Mother's Day, consider a mother's prayer. Here's Pastor Tim. Amen. You can be seated. Hope you have your Bible today. If you'll take it, turn with me to Luke chapter number 18. We're making our way verse by verse through this gospel of Luke. We begin today in the 18th chapter and how appropriate that we do this on Mother's Day. You know, there is one thing that every person in this room has in common. We all got mamas, right? Some of you got more than you bargained for, but you got a mama, don't you? Now, you know, I wish that everybody had, you know, every grandchild, I wish every grandchild had a mama and a grandmama like Timothy had. Everybody doesn't have that, though, do they? Everybody doesn't have that godly mother, that godly grandmother, those that, that show them by example and show them in their own actions really what the love of God really is like. I feel for those who have not had that kind of experience Timothy in the Bible, he did. In fact, Paul commends him on the faith of his mother and of his grandmother. In fact, Paul says this to Timothy. He talks about, when I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you. He says, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and now I am persuaded is in you also. The best thing that a mother or a grandmother, a dad or a granddad for that matter, can pass along to their children is real, genuine, biblical faith. Real faith. Faith that saves. Faith in which that child might stand. Faith in which that child might grow. Faith through which that child will live the rest of their life and then pass it on to the very next generation, to what end result. Paul also writes this to Timothy. He says, but as for you, continue in the things which you have learned and have been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them. Let me stop there for just a moment. From whom did he learn them? He learned them first from his mother. He learned them from his grandmother. He learned them from the apostle Paul. He learns them, as you will find, from the Scriptures. He says, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith that is in Christ Jesus. That's the point, isn't it? The point of a mother passing on her faith to her child is not simply that he might believe like she believes, that he might act the way that she acts, that he would do the things that she does. 
is that he would be saved. That he would come to the knowledge of the truth of salvation. That he would give his heart to the Lord Jesus and would begin to model the very same faith that she has modeled for him. Have you had that kind of mom? If you had that kind of grandmom, then blessed are you. Ladies, you're going to be that kind of mom? That kind of grandmom? That's really the challenge that goes forth in these passages today. In fact, when we get into Luke chapter number 18, Jesus begins that passage with a parable. And I know we're going to read it right here at the very beginning that it says that, that men always ought to pray. You say, well, what's that got to do with Mother's Day? Because mothers know everything that men ought to be doing. Right? <laughs> and every lady said amen. All right. We are going to look at this parable because it deals with a woman and how her circumstance teaches us about prayer. In fact, you can find a mother's prayer in these passages, and that's what I want us to look at today. Look, if you will, there in verse number one. The Bible says, Then Jesus spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. That's the point. The point of this parable is to teach us that we are to pray and to not lose heart. It reminds me that a mother's prayer is a prayer that is dedicated. It's dedicated. A mother who gives herself to praying for her children... A grandmother who gives herself to pray for her grandchildren is a mother, a grandmother who is dedicated. They're dedicated to the task at hand. They recognize that God has given them the task and the burden of growing up their children in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. He has uniquely gifted her that she might be a nurturer. She wants to see that in that baby's life. She wants to see that in that grown child's life. Thus she is dedicated to make sure that she always ought to pray in these very same ways. Is there a mother who's prayed for their child who's not ready to, as this phrase says, to lose heart? Any mother, any father, any person who dedicates themselves to prayer, and especially praying for a person, praying for another individual, will come to the point to where they lose heart. You pray, and you ask God to intervene, you ask God to bless, yet you see that child, you see that other person beginning to make decisions. It's not in keeping with your prayers. Maybe, maybe, maybe you've given yourself or dedicated yourself to praying for that person that the circumstances under which they have found themselves will be changed. And yet day passes day, week passes week, month passes month, sometimes year passes year, sometimes decade passes decade. And you see that they just simply slip a little bit deeper. Why is this parable here? It's to tell you if you are the prayer, 
Don't lose heart. Don't lose heart. It's not simply about what you see with your eyes and what you hear with your ears. It's not what you can make of the situation. It is to know that God is at work. He says, call unto me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things of which you did not know. God is listening to your prayers. God is going to answer your prayers. Will He answer them according to your timetable? Not if it doesn't match His timetable. Will, will it match what you are specifically asking for? Not if it doesn't match His will. But He is at work. Don't be fooled into the silence that you hear with your ears. Thinking that God Himself is silent. Don't be fooled into the inactivity that you see in your, with your eyes to think that God is inactive. Take to heart these things today. You have dedicated yourself to prayer already. Dedicate yourself to that again. Be as dedicated in your prayer life as a mother is in her prayer life. Praying despite what she might see and how things might go. Why would you do that? Why would, why would you continue to pray even when you don't see change? Because God's able to do more in a moment than you're able to do in a lifetime. What you think is impossible, God can do. Were you in Sunday school today? Did you study today about those, uh, those Roman soldiers gambling for Jesus' garment? You know, it gives the words in there. It gives, the, it gives that scenario. You see, the, you see those soldiers gathered around that piece and they're, they're throwing dice. And somebody in the group has the brilliant idea. Hey, this tunic is made of one piece. Let's don't tear it. Let's gamble for it and to see whose it might be. And somebody else in the group says, that's a good idea. You know? Because they think somewhere along the way that that was their idea. The very next passage tells you that wasn't their idea in the first place. God stated it some 1,000 years earlier that they would do that. The God of eternity past is the God of eternity future. He can do what you can't do. And He can make that kid that you're praying for think it's their idea. God can do it. Be dedicated. A mother's prayer is a dedicated prayer. Number two, I want you to see that a mother's prayer is determined it's determined. Let's read this parable together. Beginning in verse number 2. Jesus says, There was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city, and she came to him saying, Avenge me of my adversary. And he would not for a while. But afterward he said within himself, 
Though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. Shall God not avenge His own elect, who cry out day and night to Him, though He bears long with them? I tell you that He will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will He really find faith on the earth? That mother's prayer is determined. As determined as this woman is with her complaint before the judge. She is coming to Him often, regularly, pouring out her heart, pouring out her complaint, pouring out her need. He hears her. He hears her. She didn't see any activity. She sees an unjust judge. A judge who doesn't fear God. A a, a judge who doesn't regard mankind. And yet she pleads with him. If the widow can do that with an unjust judge, how much more a loving mother who comes before her Creator God, who loves her, who loves her child, who has His purposes, how much more will He not listen to her? How much more will He not intervene in her life? Thus she stays determined. I think about Jacob wrestling with God in the Old Testament. You remember that? Jacob is wrestling with the Lord and, and it says that Jacob latches hold of him. And he says, I will not let you go until you have blessed me. A determined prayer is one that says, God, I am not going to let this burden go until I see an answer. Until God releases you of that burden. Keep on and keep on and keep on. Now, (laughs) moms, this is not a license for you to nag your children. All right? This woman ain't talking to her children over and over and over again that way. She's talking to the Lord. You see, sometimes what our children receive as nagging is a mother who cares. Is a mother is, as we see in this third statement, a mother who is desperate. A mother's prayer is a desperate prayer. She prays because she knows where her help comes from. My eyes look under the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. She knows this. She knows. She's probably tried nagging and that hasn't worked. She's tried bribery and that hasn't worked. She's tried consequences and punishment and that hasn't worked. Where does her help come from? Her help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And so she cries out to Him in desperation. Please, please, as this woman says, avenge me. 
You can tell a lot about a person by their prayer life. Someone has said that prayer is the barometer of your spiritual life. As your prayer life goes, so goes your life. You don't don't pray about everything? Then why do you expect God to get involved in everything? You think that there are things that are so small for God that you can handle those all by yourself? You wonder why it seems like He's leaving you to handle things all by yourself? A desperate prayer begins with the thought, I can't fix this. But it desperately needs fixing. And so I'm going to call out on the one who can handle that until he handles that. A mother's prayer. Now if you take these three that we've already talked about, a mother's prayer is dedicated. A mother's prayer is determined. A mother's prayer is desperate. Add all those together and you get number four. A mother's prayer is dogged. (laughs) It is dogged. I mean, she is like a bulldog that will not let go. That's exactly how prayer is supposed to be. When Jesus says to her, don't you know, he says, hear what is being said in this parable. Hear what the unjust judge has said. Shall God not avenge His own elect who cry out day and night to Him though He bears long with them? I tell you, He will avenge them speedily. Speedily. It's never fast enough though, is it? Have you ever heard somebody say this? God is never late and seldom early. You know, that's only half true. God's never late. That's true. That part's true. God's never early. He's not seldom early. He's never early. God's timing is always perfect. You say, why doesn't He answer right now? Maybe he's working something in you. Maybe he's working something in that child or that other person that you're praying for so desperately, so doggedly. It's only the right time. That's the right time. And God acts in his own purposes. He acts according to his own timetable because he's able to see the the end from the beginning. He knows where this is headed. He knows what choice leads to what consequence. And he's not in for the quick fix. He's in for the full recovery. Pastor Tim invites you to join us tomorrow as he continues his message, A Mother's Prayer, from Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 17. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is church office at Brit David.
www.bridgetdavidroad.org. We are located at 2801 West Brit David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Brit David Podcast.